Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. Ten percent luck, twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five percent pleasure, fifty percent pain, a hundred percent reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic. Feels so unlike everybody else alone In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know But no, he knows the code It's not about the salary It's all about reality and making some noise Making a story Making sure his click stays up That means when he puts it down Talks picking it up Let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an this is 20% skill, 80% fear, beer. Oh, I've been comfortable. I mean, I think Coach said earlier this year, even he said my, uh, like, if, if I got a red light, I'm still going to make a green. I don't, like, let the face, somebody can tell me, I don't care. Who, some, anybody can tell me. The President of the United States can tell me to stop shooting the ball. I'm still going to shoot the ball. I'm going to be honest. This is, that is who I am. That's just what I do. My grandma always says, when you know who you are, you know what you do. So I know who I am. And I know what I do. I'm, I'm a scorer, so that's what I, you know. I know. All right, welcome to the zone today. DJ Williams is off to a rocky start on his way to his buddy's wedding. He's headed to Mexico. The Wizard is here. Christian Weaver, Chris Kane will join us in a bit. We have uh, held over Josh Neighbors from the morning show because there are some of our listeners, I think, in the zone that don't wake up early enough or don't bother to listen to those brilliant guys that work between. Yeah, or stay up late. For the uh, post game show. That's true. That's true. Uh, and this has not been the season to be introduced on the post-game show, Josh. A lot of people have probably avoided it, but a lot of people have listened. And I know our friends at Guadney appreciate the work you guys do. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so I thought Josh Neighbors could join us in the studio today. And as much as I was sad to see John leave, it does take all of the uh, miscommunication or uh, misidentification, I guess, between Josh and John. And I try to explain to you, they spell their names totally differently. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal. Yep. Or Mine's correct, actually. That is how you spell... Your next door neighbor, N E I G H B O R S, John N A B O R S. Not That's true. No, John's is a little different. I mean, look, you're with the Arkansas women's basketball coach, so you ought to feel like you're yes. pretty good company. Although, they've not exactly been red hot of late, mm. and they're about to lose another one this week, with all due respect. Uh, what, what, percentage chance would you give Arkansas's women playing South Carolina at, at South Carolina? Considering South Carolina has not yet lost a game, 0.5. I'm going to go with Sea Waves there. Yeah. You wouldn't give them a full 1%, huh? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. If they played 100 times, how many, th- how many times do you think they would win? Okay, that's a good point. They'd win. A, they'd win. Zero? Couple. <laughs> I'm not sure they would. Yeah. I'll go I'll go one. Yeah, I like Two. to say in situations like that, I said, if they played 100 times, they'd lose 101 times. Yeah. So, but, I mean, again, nothing against Arkansas. I just, I wouldn't pick South Carolina to lose to anybody at home. No. I think, I think they would beat straight up. I think they'd beat Iowa by 15 or 20. Now, I can see that. Iowa's not even the best team in the Big Ten, quietly. They've slipped down a little bit, and Ohio State's sitting at number two in the country. So we'll see what happens if they ever match up. But anyway, let's talk about other things. Tonight, I played that Caleb Battle clip, and you heard him maybe on Morning Mayhem today. And uh, I listened. He was great. John Daly was really good this morning. Yeah. What uh, what stood out about Kayla's conversation this morning? I, I thought Dave was smart, though. He's, he's good. He's heaping praise on him. And it's true. And I, I would say the same for L. Ellis. Yep. You know, these guys have had to wait their turn. Obviously, Devo's been through some other stuff, but these guys have waited their turn. They've done a great job, and when they've when the, the his number's been called, they've risen to the occasion. I love that about them. Yeah, so I think uh, what's been interesting about the guard rotation is that outside of Tremont Mark, every single guard Arkansas has had has been in the doghouse in some way, shape, or form with Muss. It, I'm not sure it's always... Play itself out in terms of like a physical altercation, you know, or a spat that we've seen on the court. But uh, whether it be DMPs, low minute totals, 
right? We've seen it play out where, you know, Ellis, I think, had probably the most notorious stretch, right, of the Kentucky game, mm-hmm. late in the game, a couple bad turnovers, and then gets the old kind of, I think, back-to-back DNPs, and then I think played 34 minutes in that next game. So that's, that's Caleb, did not play for those who are not yeah, initiated. Yeah, uh, did not play. So uh, Caleb had a little bit of that too, low minute totals, and you're seeing the one thing about KB is when his when his minutes are steady, so if we're talking about 30-plus minutes, mm. the shot total is probably going to be around 13, 15, for at least, bare minimum. And so this is a guy that, that tells you something. He's going to get, he's, if he's in the game, he's looking to score. He gets that buckets. Is, Ask he, him. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. And he, and he knows who he is. He's one of those older guards that, look, when you bring in a guy like Caleb Battle, you know what you're getting. This guy is going to take shots, and he's a tough shot taker. Not always been a tough shot maker, but his scoring output, particularly the last two games, has been very impressive, and he's no, making no. a big impact. You guys made a good point, too. Debo did not shoot it well the other day, but his stat sheet was good. He had a block and a steal and yeah. a bunch of assists and yeah. nine rebounds, I think it was. So, yeah, the, the rotation is working. They have finally found something, but this is the first time where I think they've finally gotten burned where it's just a little too late. Right. And you've uh, also got two really hard games coming up, too. Yeah. I mean, Alabama, and we just saw that them and Kentucky actually just play each other. Um, and I think going on the road is, is going to be a huge challenge. What I will say is the fact that the Mississippi State game was so close, like in the die embers of that game, they had a chance to win, legitimate chance to win. It wasn't just, hey, it's close because it's, you know, it's close. Um, they had a chance to win, and now they've won back-to-back games. So it's it's good energy whatever way you want to spin it yep. right it's just it is good energy and they got a chance to win another one tonight right so good chance yeah and, and they got good guard play which helps you out it's an it push and it yeah it is probably it is. is by the way uh the baseball game today will be on buzz 2 1067 and then we will have the basketball game on the buzz starting at 7 30 tonight with the pregame so we're looking forward to that uh by the way i got some breaking news D, uh i got a text this morning christian from uh, Bubba Carpenter, who's letting me know that Colin Fisher will be the likely starter tonight, which is what I read in the Democrat Gazette this morning about 5 o'clock. So thanks a lot, Bubba, again, for nothing. I appreciate you. He is, is Colin Fisher the freshman? Yes, and he's been fantastic. Yeah, you know? he was good last week. Pitched well you know, in his opener. He pitched well in the uh, performance down at Arlington. So he's been a good piece for them and good, good experience for the freshman and maybe a guy they can count on in a key spot later in the year. We'll see. And, of course, you're still getting Bobby back healthy. But uh, we saw a lot of guys throw the other day. I don't know who's going to come in behind him today. But you think, we'll you think, I, I, I'm sure they kind of wish they, they might have uh, taken the Tuesday off. I, I, know it's, I know it's always nice to schedule these Tuesday games, but think about this weekend. It just felt like it was – So I mean, that's a lot of close games to play. And I think Van Horn even mentioned the guys are a bit tired on Sunday going into that Michigan game. They're 18, 19, 20 years old. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about But tired. baseball, it's a different kind of taxing. It's early in the season. This is not yeah. week 12. I mean, I, I think like they'll be fine. eight or something, right? This is one you've got to be licking your chops for. This is one where if you're a base uh, a batter and you're struggling, and by the way, a lot of them are. The other thing is the infielders need to get a lot of ground balls. We need to work on that, too. But if you're struggling at the plate, this is your chance to get right. You're going you're gonna to hit against a third, fourth, fifth, sixth guy at some point along the way tonight for grambling. This is your chance to get right, son. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying it's a lot. Of, I mean, they played a fourth inning game. They played three good teams in a row. I'll, no, I know. But looking down the schedule, and I, usually you see a couple of midweek series that are like two games. Yeah. I think Arkansas only has one two-game series. There's a lot of one-offs. Yeah. yeah. UCA, I know. They've got a couple others for sure. So. Um. Also, when did Grambling just decide to drop the state part? How long have they been just Grambling? That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Same time Memphis dropped the state. Maybe. Yeah, Memphis State has not been a thing for a long time. I, I think Tommy, funny. apparently Tommy Smith still calls it Memphis State. Oh, the old heads still do. There's a lot of old heads that still do. Like, yeah. my buddy's dad graduated from Memphis State, so, it's, you know, old habits <laughs> yeah. die hard. I mean, I'm sure there are Red Bulls fans that still call them by their former name, so, happens. We've got Which some, I didn't know until last week, by the way. You didn't know they were the Indians before? Had no idea. Just a few weeks ago. Just Had few no weeks idea. Ago. Just a few years ago, rather. Yeah. Hasn't been that long. Uh, has it? They were the Red Bulls when I was in college. It, it was probably like 07. I'm yeah. old. It's yeah, been a while, it's been a while, I suppose. <laughs> but I guess when you live through the change, it seems like it hasn't been that long ago. Christian will tell you, as I try to recount what happened in the past, I will forget entire decades. I'm like, oh, 30 years ago. It's like, no, dude, 40 years ago. Yeah. Oh, oops, my bad. It was just say a few years ago and something like, hey, happened. the 90s were 30 years ago now. Right. That's uh, crazy. That's the thing. And when I, I hate it. I really do try not to, like... Well, be the morning show and bring up Seinfeld as much because I'm gonna realize like it's been off the air for 30 years. Has it? It has. When was the last episode? Close to it. Well, close to it. 98. Yeah, it's been 25. Hmm. Yeah. 26. 27 actually. Pushing 30. I just turned 27, so 97 would be 27. 
Well, it, it went off in '98. Okay. I was I did a live shot at a bar in Duluth, Minnesota, because I worked for an NBC affiliate, and it was the last episode, and we were talking about you know kind of all the the hubbub about it. And I was a huge Seinfeld fan. You did a live shot at a bar. So people were going like to a the, restaurant bar. People were going to the bar to watch. They were doing the last like a episode. Seinfeld party. Yeah, it okay. was a big deal. I can't imagine watching the last episode of Seinfeld like in a in a bar. Oh, I like guarantee like you, football game. when Cheers had its finale, I guarantee there were a ton of bars all over the country that were hosting Cheers finale. But could parties. you hear? But well, you, you couldn't hear the hear the episode happening. Think, I don't know. People well, watched the stupid Super Bowl that way. But yeah. uh, don't you think like when Game of Thrones had their finale, they probably had some parties around the probably. country? Yeah, but everybody has to be so quiet so you can hear the dialogue. Yeah, I don't know. That's my that's my point. Well, luckily, so, man, those episodes have been aired a million, a million times, times since then, so yeah. it's okay. Uh, we get the red white report uh, coming up in a little bit as well, and River City Flooring sponsoring Pat Bradley, courtesy. Uh, yeah, I already said River City Flooring. RiverCityFlooringInc.com is their website. Talk to Pat about the game tonight and the other SEC games. Um, Josh. Mm. Yes. Oof. Your alma mater really stinks. But, oh, uh, Missouri? Yeah, they're not playing oh. tonight, though. Uh, we yeah, got Kentucky, Mississippi State. That's potentially a good game in Starkville. By the way, if Mississippi State wins tonight, let me say it again for the record. If you win tonight, Mississippi State, do not rush the floor. It is a 16th-ranked Kentucky team. Admittedly, they put it on Alabama so bad this weekend, it was pretty impressive. They score one, 117 or something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but do not rush the floor if they you win tonight. Say, you're favored. You're favored. That's what we said about the Wake-Duke game. Wake was favored in the game. You can't be rushing the floor when uh, you're favored. I think the situation more in the Wake Forest... And you could, say, you could argue the same thing tonight. I think the situation in the Wake Forest game was if Wake wins that game against a Tobacco Road rival, you're basically in the tournament, right? Like that, that's kind of, that, that was what was at stake there. So mm. I think the celebration was more about getting the signature win of the season for a program that has been really good. And then also now, as of late, they have not made the tournament, I believe, seven years. I think John Collins' season when they were... I, uh, they they played Northwestern, I think, in the first four. I disagree. I think it's all about the fact that, that Duke was on the jerseys. Yeah, well, it's it's a rival. I mean, it's, it's a rival. It's and not a, a rival. That's a rival. And no, it's not. Duke and Wake Forest is 100% a rivalry. Not Wake for Duke, Forest, it isn't. Okay, Wake that's Forest 100% thinks a rivalry. it's a No, it's not. That's stupid. Wake Duke, Forest thinks it is. Yeah, Duke, uh, well, uh, they, everybody likes beating Duke because they're great. Everybody likes beating Kentucky. That's the reason that they brought the floor when at, Kentucky got beat somebody, the other day. My dad went to Wake Forest, uh, so like I'm I'm well-versed on the on the... North Carolina rivalries. That right. is small Baptist school against small... Meth- I, well, I guess whatever. I think they might be both Baptist schools. not totally sure. But religious, small, private schools. Who it's a rivalry. Th- who do you think Duke considers its rival? Carolina Josh? and State. Uh, state, not as much. Carolina. No, they don't. Yeah, it's Carolina. It's just Carolina. It's just no, Carolina. It's not, guys, it, I'm promising Well, this is kind of like the Arkansas versus LSU. We hate LSU. They don't hate us. It's more like Texas. Much. Yeah. It's more like sure. Arkansas fans hate True. Texas. Yeah. Texas doesn't think but twice about Arkansas. Everybody hates Texas. Right. But, I mean, it's different because they played against each other in conference. Right. And it was a big deal to beat them. Now, Arkansas was an elite team at one point. And, like, you know, in the... In the 60s. Well, in the Southwest Conference days, they were yeah. a team that, you know, obviously they went undefeated and won a national title, according to some publications. Yeah. Some others maybe deny it because <laughs> they kiss up to the Blue Bloods, but whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, I think tonight if Mississippi State rushes the floor, which wouldn't shock me, it's 100% about beating Kentucky. Mississippi State is worse than they were expected to be, too. Like, they were expected to be pretty good. But again, here's my thing. This is an absolute rule. If you're favored against a team, you don't rush the floor. If you're home and you're favored, you don't rush the floor if you beat that team. I, I agree. I don't care what's on yeah, the line. I agree. I, I agree with you. And also, the, the other game, it's not a great game. The L, uh, I think it's LSU and Georgia. Yeah. But, but they're both they're both solid teams that really need a this win. This is but a big win. But for Razorback fans, it's big because Georgia's five and nine, LSU is six and eight. So whoever loses this game tonight, you have a, if you win, take care of business. You got a pretty good chance of maybe passing that team. If Georgia loses, you will pass them if you get the win. Should so. we call it an SEC or excuse me, an NCAA elimination game? No chance to get to the tournament if you lose tonight unless you win the whole thing. Teams are already out. Yeah, I don't think those. Teams you don't think LSU can play their way in? LSU's if they win the SEC 14, tournament. 13. They're, they're non-conference, I don't think. I'm at the point with Arkansas where they have to win every, every game. Yeah. Like, in the SEC tournament yep. to get in. Yes. Well, they don't have to win every game and the SEC tournament. Yes, well, no, they do. They could lose every game between well, now and then and win the I'm SEC saying. tournament, then they're in. Oh, you know what sure. Yeah. But they need they need the wins that would come in the SEC tournament. Well, if you so. win the SEC tournament, saying, it doesn't matter what your record is. Yeah, I'm exactly. saying if you made it all the way to the final in the SEC tournament and lost, 
Yeah, I'm not sure they'd get in. You wouldn't they get would in. Not. I don't think. I can't guarantee they wouldn't, but I wouldn't feel good about it by any means. The problem for Arkansas... Uh, if you, but sure you would beat Kentucky, and who else is on there? They have Bama. 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 Yeah. Get Kentucky and Bama down the stretch, and then you beat one of those two again, or Tennessee again on the way to the final? They'd yeah, have a case. Pretty good, a case. pretty good trend. Yeah. No, but the problem like is you, they don't treat tournament games the same way they do regular season, yeah. it well, seems like. Yes, because of the way they factor into the net rating. The issue for Arkansas is in, in the, their quadrant one and quadrant two opportunities, they're three and twelve this year, right? So in, in the opportunities where you played good teams, whether it be home or road, Arkansas has been pretty how, miserable. How many teams in the SEC have a winning record against quad one teams? It's a good question. Well, pull it up. You can look by conference. So just get in the net rankings and pull it up. I'm guaranteeing you, hardly anybody's got a good record against net teams because I know for sure the SEC has struggled against net uh, against uh, not net teams, but quad one quad one teams. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if only one or two teams have a winning record. Tennessee is 5-5 five and five against Quad 1. That's not a winning record, is it? That's not. Okay, who else? South Carolina is the only there's one. There's one team. South Carolina. South Carolina, 4-3 and three against Quad And then also A&M, A- this is crazy, A&M is 6-6. Six and six. Against How many quad SEC teams, teams are Those are the only one. games they've won all year, though, is the problem. Yep. A&M's trending the wrong direction. How many They're, SEC teams are Quad 1? Four? Five? Well, it depends on when you, where, like, are... If you're home or away. If you're home or away, yeah. right? That's going to be the big... Big factor on that. So, what do you, how do you feel about tonight? You think they kill Vanderbilt? Yeah, to be honest, I haven't watched a lot of Vanderbilt this year. I saw them in um, person, and I was like, "Wow, this team's not good." Yeah, they're not. I, I saw them once against Missouri. I saw Missouri too in person, and I thought, "Wow, Missouri's not good either." Yeah, but I thought they're way better than Vanderbilt. Yeah. I, was, I was wrong. Vanderbilt beat them straight up, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, but I would say if it was a fifty-fifty thing, like if you were just going to say like they're going to play a, a hundred times, I would think that Missouri would win more. I think Missouri's got a better team than Vanderbilt. Yeah, they yes. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's also very Missouri did not have a particularly good day this weekend in, in Fayetteville, but that happened. No, they did not. Uh, I think that Jerry Stackhouse is going to lose his job. I think so, too. It's uh, unfortunate, because I do like him, and he's had success he's had against Arkansas. Injury he has. He had three stuff. starters out, I think, or yeah. three significant players out to start the season. He's also the best-dressed coach in the SEC, so I hate to see that go. He'll probably go back to being an assistant in the NBA. Above Cal? Uh-huh. Okay. Much better. He's got a much better style. Plus, he's not fat. I mean, no offense to Cal. He's getting older. I am, too. Look, I don't look as good as I did at one point. I'm not giving up yet. 49, you're 49? And Cal looks good for 49 and three-fourths. Like, uh, close to 70? Is he? Yeah, he's in the 60s. He's, so. yeah, he's got a big pasta belly now. That's fine. And look, he's at he an age. That one, I'm 70. Yeah, he's, yeah, he looks good facially. He's got good skin. 65. Got good, good, good skin. Good you can find... Skin. You can find... Jo- if, if you... I'm not sure how many SEC towns have Dunkin' Donuts, but if you live in an SEC town, on the morning, you know, if, they, if they're coming to you, you can find Cal at that Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. That shows. Yeah. He should just drink the coffee. I think he does. Yeah, I don't want to fat shame the guy. I'm He's, not. I'm not fat shame. I'm just telling no, you. No, I'm saying I don't want to, but yeah. I kind of am, and I don't mean to be. Anyway, no, I'm going to give, uh, I will give Stack the nod. He's a really sharp wrist Yeah, fella. he is. The thing is, too, like, I've said this before in the year, like, certain guys have Advanced. Like the, the, the tall lean guys just have a better look. Like you look better in a suit. Right. Yeah. I could have the I could have a million dollar suit. I'm never gonna look as good as some of the guys that are former basketball players do. You know, Blake Evans is the guy that stands out to me. I'm always like, dude. Every time I see him in a picture, I'm like, man, guy guy wears a suit. Blake well. Anderson. Blake Edens. Oh, I'm not sure. Former Razorback. Well, he wasn't exactly a star back in the day, but had the best hair in maybe Razorback history. Stack also had one of the more interesting free throw free throws in NBA history. He dropped to his knees pretty much. Why do you do that? And shot it. I don't know. Don't recall. But Every guy has his, has his has a routine, man. Every rose has his thorn. Mm. Yeah. My favorite uh, was Cartwright, though. Bill Cartwright was the best. Was that the... He would do this. He would like, he'd settle in. Yeah, like I was this. about to say... He'd kind of squat. Yeah. yeah that's good. Was it Kyle Macy who did the underhand? No, that's... The, that's uh, that was uh, Collins? No. It was... Uh, who's the one with the kids? Rick Barry. Rick Barry, Rick thank Barry. you. Rick Barry was the underhand. Yeah. Rick Barry. He's a very good shooter. Yeah. Probably, probably 85% in his career. Maybe 90. No, I think he was like 93. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it was really high. Um, okay, so here we go. 10:24 Coming up, we got Eli Craner in studio. He's going to come by. Um, Pat just texted me and said, having travel issues. Can I slide to tomorrow? No, you can't. No. Uh, Pat will be on today. Uh, I did not see that coming. What was the most surprising thing to you over the weekend? We'll slide that in for you in the I did not see that coming since you won't be there. Be here. In all of sports? All of sports, all of the world over the weekend. What was the most surprising thing to you? We'll slide it in God, for... I have to... That, you need to give... Let me think you about it. man. Go ahead. Yeah. It used to be a surprising thing. 12.30 today, Chris Turnage joins us from the... We can talk about the NFL Combine. I don't know where he is exactly. Oh, 42 but. from battle. 
That was the most surprising thing? It was pretty surprising. How I about 17 it. strikeouts from Hagen Smith? No, because guys like that have big games all the time. 17, though. He, he just came, no, off a, he came off a game where he got shelled, and he was playing the number seven team in the country? Yeah, I'm not that, not that surprised, though. You'll see guys have big games like that all the time. You're right, battle was surprising. Yes, 42? Yeah. I think the accomplishment for Hagen was better, but I think sure. battle's... Point total was more surprising. If I told you, yeah, if I told you, hey, potential first round, pit, you know, pitcher, well, potential first, first round, round pitcher, pitcher <laughs> definitive as, seven, as as seventeen strikeouts, it's still I would have never believed. And if that. I told you, uh, well, I would believe it. But if I to, and I told you, it's never happened Arkansas, before. Josh. Arkansas Razorback basketball player goes for forty, you'd be like, Pfft. how about if I told you his first fifteen outs were strikeouts? Would you believe that? I'd have told you you're on crack. I don't know about that. I still feel like I still feel like it's possible. Well, yeah, we just saw it happen. Yeah. Of course it's possible. You see guys like, you know, Paul Skeens have big games like that. Christian, what's Tanner Houck had games like that. He didn't strike no, out not, the first, not like his that, first 15 but outs. you know what I mean. That's dumb. Uh, what is the question of the day today? Our question of the day is, who wins by more, Arkansas baseball versus Grambling or Arkansas basketball versus Vanderbilt? I haven't looked at OaklawnSports.com to see what the line is for the run total. If there's a run line tonight, there may not even be one. I bet Arkansas is minus like 900, though, or something like that. Again, no disrespect to Grambling. I don't even know how good their their baseball program is. But <clears throat> I'm guessing that that's about right. Tonight, Arkansas is at 11-ish, 11 and a half. By the way, I also applaud you, Josh, because I know you're going to work tomorrow. Uh, it's 10. It's 10 right now. I definitely like the baseball team, I think. Uh, I definitely, I think. Listen to me. How about that for riding the fence? Um, I don't even know if there's going to be a line on this game today. There's not a line right now, it doesn't look like. Arkansas, by the way, is the third favorite to win the national title behind Wake Forest, who's also mm-hmm. pretty good in basketball, it turns out. Yeah, baseball. Uh, LSU, and that's it. Arkansas's third pick behind them to the win the college get right today. Yeah, I think they explode for 20 runs, maybe 17, and they win like 17-6 to six or something like that. Yeah. Basketball team wins by 10. I'll give them the number. So I'm going to go with baseball. Say baseball goes crazy today. They may win. They may run uh, twenty-five because the guys are dying. They're jonesing. They're hungry. Yes. As long as they're patient, they're going to have their opportunities. This is today. where you might you might deploy like the, your best lineup today and say, "All right, guys, have at it." You know what I mean? As long as everybody's healthy, yeah, I think yeah. you do. I think you got to. And you also yeah. had Sprague Lot at third over there with a couple of errors this week, four errors over the weekend. Yeah, I saw that when he was at Richmond. He, yeah, that's his one kind of down down. Uh, well, he's he's leading the team in batting though, so he's doing a good job there. Yeah, but I'm it. sure they're all licking their chops to get an opportunity today. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of guys are struggling, so this is the chance. So hopefully they'll get to it. All right, we're going to take a break. It's 1028. Josh, appreciate you coming up, man. Yeah. Hang out for a bit. Have you met Eli Craner? Probably not. I have met I've met Eli before. Have you? I think, I think at one time I met him at the Touchdown Club. He's got a remarkable beard. He always, what's he do? He usually does, does a, is a book review? Yeah. He's an author. He is. He's written some good books. What kind of books? Um, one's kind of a, they're, they're human stories, I guess I would say, like the story of the human condition. Uh, his first book was called Don't Know Tough. It's a, it's a good story. I'll let him tell you. And then uh, he had one called Ozark Dogs, which I read was really good, too. Uh, anyways, good, does a good job. Anyway, we're going to give him an uh, extended segment today because we can always screw him over because we're always tight on time. Anyway, he'll be in a minute. Uh, Red White Report coming up a little bit later. By the way, that's available for sponsorship. I do want to thank Big O Tires for their longtime sponsorship, though, of the uh, Red White Report. Will you delete that off the calendar, too, because I almost just spit that out anyway. But I appreciate them. And then, you know, again, I'll thank Ellie's uh, for birthday trivia. For years and years, we had that as a relationship, and unfortunately, they uh, weren't able to continue with that or decided not to, whatever. Uh, that's available, too. Those are two segments we do every single day. Every single day. It's a great opportunity to awesome. dip your toe in the water. If you don't have a huge marketing budget, it's a good way to get a presence on the buzz and uh, be on something that's on every single day. And people love both those. They love the red, white. They love the birthdays. Every time I see them out, people are like, man, I play birthday trivia in my car. I love playing it. I got to play it uh, when we did the state championships for football. Got to play it with Wes one time. And it's so. And I think I might have played it one time during basketball as well. So much fun. Yeah. So much fun. It's so basic and dumb, but it's fun. Yeah. And play along your car, too. Yeah, exactly right. 1029, we're back in a second. Now you can watch all your favorite Buzz shows streaming live on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. 1037 The Buzz, your multimedia fun and game station. This is
Sports Center. Two scores of note last night in college basketball in the top 25. First, it was North Carolina, 75, Miami, 71. R.J. Davis goes for 42 points and six rebounds. He was 14 to 22 from the floor, 7 of 11 from beyond the arc as UNC gets to 22 and 6 on the year. Baylor then goes on the road and avenges a triple OT loss from earlier in the year against TCU, 62 to 54. It was Ray J. Dennis who flirted with a triple double. He had nine points, nine rebounds, and nine assists for the Bears. A busy night across the country tonight, particularly in the Southeastern Conference. At 6 o'clock on ESPN, it's Kentucky and Mississippi State. Also at 6 o'clock, it's Georgia and LSU. And then at 8 p.m., right here on 103.7 The Buzz, it'll be Vanderbilt and the Arkansas Razorbacks. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience. I want some rock and roll sushi. Founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. You're going to love our made-from-scratch hibachi menu. Chicken, shrimp, filet, or lobster with grilled vegetables and fried rice. Grilled-to-order VIP style. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. Now with five locations in Central Arkansas. On March 30th, one lucky Saracen casino player will win a Corvette Stingray from Guatney Chevrolet. This new Corvette is the pinnacle of precision, and with 500 horses in 0 to 60 in under 3 seconds, you'll have more speed than you'll ever need. You can win the most powerful production Stingray in history just for playing, but only at Saracen Casino Resort. Start playing today. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Maumel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. The circle of life includes death. For wills, trusts, and probate matters, there's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. You're back in the zone. We're just two schmucks and one exceptional media personality. We'll let you decide who it is. Now, let's see what Justin Agri, DJ Williams, and Christian Weaver are up to now. Against the Oregon State Beavers. Relax. All right, don't try to strike everybody out. Strikeouts are boring. Besides that, they're fascist. Throw some ground balls. It's more democratic. 16 strikeouts, a new league record. 16 walks, another new league record. Nuke Lelouch, one of a kind. Megan Smith with a little better control. Welcome back in the zone. Good to be with you today. Christian Weaver here doing magical things. That's what wizards do. Uh, Josh Neighbors, who does just very uh, run-of-the-mill, very basic, normal human things. And Eli Craner, writer extraordinaire. And uh, the man with the biggest beard in the community <laughs> joining us. Is there, a, is there an author that you're aware of, Eli? Welcome <clears throat> to the studio, by the way. It's great yeah, to see you. Yeah, good to be here. Uh, that has a bigger beard than you? There's a there's a cat named David Joy, and he's taller than I am, skinnier than I am, bald like I am, and he's out of North Carolina, and it never fails. Wherever I go, I'll be at a book a festival or something, be in Mississippi, and somebody will come up and say, "Man, David, I, I love I love your book." And we were in North Carolina just like uh two weekends ago. It was the first time we were ever in the same place, hmm. and I I almost signed a book as him because yeah. I'd gotten it so many times. I see just, a picture? 
Yeah, we took a picture. I, I got to see the picture. I want to yeah, see you, how you, much you, you look bring like. Up, you pull up David Joy. Yeah, you can see how much. Uh, I think he is taller than I am. I don't know if his beard is better, though. I, Who yeah, played I, more college football? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I don't think checking. David was. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Uh, I got to see the red beard. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Who's, uh, where'd you get that from, mom or dad? The red dad had this kind of curly, auburny hair. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, I had, like, blonde hair when I was a kid. Like, blonde bowl cut in yeah. the 90s. So, toe-headed, is that what they call you? Toe-headed, yeah. yeah. That's how my kids both are. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. It's enough, I guess. Mm. Yours is longer than his is. Yeah. Beard. You got a way better beard than he does. Yeah. Anyway, um... Well, welcome in. Good yeah, to, good glad to be, with to be you. here. We should probably play your open. Even, I wasn't really ready, I guess, even though I knew you were coming now. I was uh, I was so busy like looking for the Bull Durham clip, and I was excited about that. Uh, I guess I'll be on the segment as, out, as, as somebody else who does producing, that is, that is true. You get excited about something? Completely lo- lose you my totally train of thought. You totally forget what you're supposed to be doing. I'm so dumb. I'm also like very limited mentally. <laughs> um, Josh, what time do you wake up? Uh, it depends on the day. It depends on how much I have to get done the next day. 5.15 normally. So when I get up? It's supposed to be at work by then. We'll talk about that off the air. No. It's time for Enlightening Candor with Edgar Award-winning author Eli Craner. Brought to you by the Old Bank in Russellville. The Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience in downtown Russellville. Between hand-cut prime steaks, BLTs, or their signature lump crab cakes, the Old Bank has something for everyone. Call for a reservation. 479-219-5181. Now it's official. Okay, we're going to talk books in a second. Let me ask you about a life thing, since we have extended time with you today. Yeah. Uh, this came up over the weekend. I thought you'd be a perfect person to talk about this. And I know Chris Kane, when he comes in, I hope he's listening already. Uh, Chris is going to join us for the final two hours today. We'll have an opinion about this. So this happens every once in a great while. And it's funny because sometimes it happens, and I don't think twice about it, but sometimes it happens, and I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good. So I went to a restaurant recently, and the waiter took our orders, and there were four of us, and a couple of them were semi-complicated, and did not write anything down. Mm. Even repeated it back. But I'm like, no chance. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to say the kid was, you know. But anyway, he was just not, and I was like, this isn't. Anyway, so he screwed up a drink order, basically spaced my buddy's drink for like 15, 20 minutes. And I was like... We reminded him, then he went over and talked to two other... I was like, bro, if you forgot the drink, you should definitely run right to the bar and go get it. Then, when the food was ordered, I was like, yeah, this isn't... And he came out like 15 minutes later, he's like, yeah, I got your order in, Mm -hmm. and remind me again what yours was, I'm going to go ahead and get that in... It's like, I'm sorry, I'm like, wow. So, here's my thing. Are you impressed by a wait... You can put this on as a second question today. Are you impressed by a waiter or waitress... Uh, who doesn't write the order down and can memorize everything perfectly, or would you rather they just write it down? Are you any less impressed by someone who doesn't write down your order? Yeah, my wife. So my wife is very, um, she's very cut and dry. And she, we had this happen. I think we were down in like Pensacola one year, and I mean we had a whole fan, like extended family, you know. And this this waitress was, she was taking all of this down by memory, and it was the same thing. She walked away, and my wife looks at me, and she's like. No way. Not a chance. Like, yeah. no way. Not a chance. And, and she didn't. And, yeah. and my wife ended up, I remember what she said. She was like, you know, like, I get it. Like, it's almost like a parlor trick. Like, you're trying to get, you know, a bigger tip. Like, you're putting on this mm-hmm. memory show. Yeah. But she's like, I just want my food. You know, like, I just I want my food. That's my thing. Yeah. Unless you're Mike Ross from Suits. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't trust you at all to remember four, five, six, seven orders, mm. especially if there's substitutions of things. And again, you know what I'm going to tip you bigger for? It coming out right yeah. and it coming out quickly. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I don't ever think twice about tipping extra because you memorized it. The only thing I should memorize is if I walk up to you at a bar and you're the bartender and I go, hey, I need a vodka soda and a craft beer, I don't expect you to write that down. Yeah. But if I'm ordering like a whole slew of food, like, yeah, I expect you to write it down. It's fine. Go for it. It's okay. It's not a, it's not a knock. It doesn't make you a bad waiter or waitress. I, I guess if they pulled it off and it was like if they did everything right and memorized it yeah. and got it out on time. Then maybe I really maybe it would bump it mm-hmm. another five or ten percent. I will tell you this: last night I ordered uh, by phone. I ordered, and you should. This should be a basic thing, like you always get, but it's not. I ordered rock and roll sushi last night, and I went over and picked it up. And when I got there, it was sitting right there. And I ordered over the phone. You pay over the phone, and it's sitting there. When I walk up to the, here you go. I walked in, grabbed it, walked out. It was the most perfect Isn't that how it always works? pickup. Ex- no, a lot of times it's a wait. Half the time you don't have everything. It's a thing. 
it's a thing. Anyway, yeah. I'm not talking about a trip to the old bank in Russellville because the service there, I am told, is impeccable. I'm going to get a whole group from here, and I know you've been there several times. Yeah. I'm going to get a whole group from the Buzz, and we're going to come up and have dinner. I was telling Baz and Roger about it today. We so. were there Sunday, Sunday for brunch after church. It's great. Well, this is what happens. We get sidetracked with Eli for too long, and then all of a sudden it's like, uh-oh, we're out of time. So we got 20 minutes still, so we're cool. But let's talk some books. You brought in, and this is great. I'm excited. I'm, you're going to let me borrow yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get an advanced copy of Broiler, which is the new book. For those of you who are watching on the stream, this is what it looks like. This is Eli's third offering july 2nd it'll be out in stores in and on amazon and all that broiler the hottest book good day i got your present right here buddy but i'm gonna read it first <laughs> you don't mind a lightly read book i won't make any notes in it <laughs> uh, i have not read ozark dogs but eric Coe, you strongly recommend no, you you, said, you have read ozark dogs you have no you're right i haven't read don't know tough yeah. right uh eric Coe, you said uh don't know tough is like the story of his childhood so yeah, like a Friday resonated. Night Lights meets um, Ozark, like the Netflix Ozark. Do you get a lot of that? Do you have like coaches or people who played football in high school that they're like, man, this really resonated? Yeah, yeah. And it was, I mean, that was where I was writing that one from. You know, it was on the heels of having just gotten done coaching and stuff. But yeah, that always hits when I hear a coach say, yeah, or a, or a player say. But yeah, I'll leave all those I around here that. for the, and this one is a little different. Broiler okay. is a little different. Is it going to be available in hardback right out of the gate? Somebody yeah, yeah. Can, okay. Yeah, so they all come out in hardback, and that's why that Ozark Dogs is paperback. It comes out in paperback like in March. You so read? been waiting. I do, You yeah. seem like a reader. You should read Ozark Dogs. I, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Take the yeah. copy. There you go. Passing you go. them around. Yep. It's yeah. a good one. It's a good one. And, and audio books. I do, I do the audio books. You voice them? Yeah, I voice them. You got a good voice. Yeah. So it, and it, we, did the, we did Ozark. We did Don't Know Tough in Memphis which was a trip because we only booked the studio for like two days mm -hmm. and it took like 23 studio hours to wow. get the 10 hours of audio. Did you do, did you go to Sun Studios? Like No, it was called Electrophonic, which is where they did the um, Hustle and Flow soundtrack. They wow. recorded the Hustle and Flow soundtrack That's there. That's pretty big time. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was really old school, but I was literally on like a kitchen stool Mm -hmm. And they had these big condenser mics, and I mean, every time I'd like move, because that that stool would creak. Oh no! And we'd have to back up. It never occurred to them to have some WD forty handy. Well, I just don't. Your chairs around here. It's so hard to find places who do audio books. So we did. Shout out to to Big Kev at uh, Joker Entertainment Studios. Did the stool have a back? No, I oh, was no. literally sitting there with For like how long at a time. I would do like two, three hour no runs, chance. and then you have to stretch afterwards. Oh you man, lay down on the it floor. was. I mean, so that was that was Memphis. Two straight days of just sitting in that stool, and that's the first time I'd ever done it. You and they didn't want me to do it because they have voice actors who you know do this whole thing for a living. Um, I did it. It ended up good. They asked me to do the next one, and I was like, yeah, but I'm not doing it. You give, me, you give me a back to that chair next time. Yeah, yeah like, I'm not <laughs> doing it. Contract. And I loved the The studio was great. The sound was great. But I just, I didn't want to drive and have to just stay and do it back to back to back. When you mean voice actors, do you mean they have multiple parts that are played Sometimes, by different people? Sometimes, depending. Like, for Broiler, the next book, there's four different narrators. Two of, two of them are female, two are male. So, like, I might do one of those voices. Okay. The only thing that's, that's odd to me whenever I listen to audiobooks is, they switch is when it they switch. Yeah. And I maybe, maybe different sections of books need different tones, I guess. Yeah. Uh, or maybe just to keep you engaged. I don't know yeah. what it is. Do you mind if I ask him a question? Uh, Justin? Yeah, buddy, that's what you're here for. Uh, so, for Dad, who taught me how to write with a bucket full of base, or yeah. a bucket full of baseballs. Bucket full of baseballs, yeah. People have asked that. So, what it is, is when I was like 10, my dad had this rule that we would throw 100 strikes mm -hmm. every morning. Like, before, like... Before we did anything else, I had to hit a hundred strikes, and he'd sit on that old like five gallon bucket and and he'd call the strike, so it wasn't just a hundred and I just always riding is such a like it's so much of like a grind like coaching mm -hmm. or sports like you just come back to it every day and you have to like I do my little writing for about two hours in the morning so it was kind of always liking it to that like mm -hmm. getting your work in like a little bit every day mm -hmm. so yeah that's I like what that. that was Interesting. so what you said? Uh, this comes out broiler. Tell for those who didn't listen last week. Tell everybody what broiler is about. Yeah, broiler is um, so it's about like I said, four characters, two of which are line workers at a chicken processing plant, and the other two are and they're they're a couple, and then the other two are the line manager uh, and his wife, 
so a couple who works on the line and then a person who runs like the whole plant mm -hmm. um and yeah the jungle by upton sinclair which like took on the meat packing industry mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. in the day um there's a fictional chicken processing uh plant place company called detmer foods in this book um and yeah it deals with that it deals a lot with motherhood that's what i was going to say too if y'all have if you have any ladies in your life this is this book is a different tonal shift you kind of see it on the cover like yeah. they kind of they kind of um, a lot of the main characters in this one are women uh young mothers i wrote this one right after our son was was about six months old okay. and there's a six month old baby so you got to record your audio book in the same studio where Three Six Mafia did. Yeah, Grammy dude, and it was like they had like yeah. signed posters. The dude who owned the studio was like Timberlake's cousin. So he and he does. I think his name is Scott Bomar, um, and so he had done that. And then they did Black Snake Moan, uh, the oh, same yeah. soundtrack because that was all right there. Well. Hmm. Yeah. So, but the second one we did here, that was Ozark Dogs we did here in Little Rock, okay. um, which was so much better because I would just drive down, do like two or three hours on a Saturday, mm -hmm. and then come back the next gotcha. Saturday and do it. And that was Big Kev at Joker Entertainment. Big Kev, Big Kev at Joker Entertainment. What was the Three Six Mafia song? It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. Yeah. Award hard Out Here song. for a Pimp. Look at that. I just rewatched that recently, and it it really stood up. Like, I thought, like, Wow, like this, I forgot how good this was. Can't say saw it. You can't. You haven't seen Hustle and Flow. Mm -mm. Put that one on the list, man. I don't think I saw it. Put that who's, one. Who's the star of that? It's got Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. I like Terrence Henson. Howard. Mm-hmm. And one of my buddies is a guy who he lit. He was from Missouri. He now lives out in L.A. He's a novelist, but he does like show running and and stuff for. And he said that there was. A, <laughs> Some guy's job on a set that he was on once was like to simply to keep Terrence Howard from eating like Skittles and like eating like candy because he would put on, he would just eat it constantly and they hired a person to keep Terrence Howard from eating candy. That's like having a guy who's the get back coach on the yeah, sideline. Right? Like, I'm like, yeah, right? Like, if Terrence Howard wants to eat Skittles, he's going to eat Skittles. I'm like, if you're not disciplined enough to do that on your own, I mean, come on, what are we doing? 1047, Eli Craner hanging out in the studio. Josh Neighbors is in from Morning Mayhem. Uh, Chris Kane will join us in the final two hours. And, of course, the Wizards here. Christian Weaver, I'm Justin Acri. Thanks for tuning in. We're back in a moment. We're going to find out what Eli's got for us to read this week. Looks interesting. <laughs> Always is. Outlet is the go-to store for your new kitchen. Choose from a large selection of new in-stock cabinets or semi-custom cabinets. They offer a free kitchen design service with unlimited revisions and a 3D image of your design, including cabinets, countertops, backsplash, and more. Great products at the guaranteed lowest price. Something for everyone. Find us online at homeoutlet.com. Break up with your big box store. Kitchens, baths, and floors, and more. Home Outlet is your home store. Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Quality outdoor products in Alexander, your metal roofing superstore has a brand new showroom. Take exit 126 off I-30 and visit with Cal about a new carport or metal building. 40-year colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Galvalume runs $249. Trim and accessories are always available. Take exit 126 in Alexander or call Cal at 501-455-0240 about a new carport, metal building, or metal roofing supply. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Arkansas, it's time for the 7th annual St. Patty's Day Bear Pong Championship. And it's going down Sunday, March 17th at the downtown location at Brewskies. Tourney starts at 2 p.m. All-day championship belts and year-long bragging rights up for grabs. Sign up for your two-person team at BrewskiesPubAndGrub.com. Prizes will be given away for the best team costume. Sunday, March 17th, it's the 7th annual St. Patty's Day Bear Pong Championship. Find out more online at BrewskiesPubAndGrub.com. Hear that? The sound of adorable little birds in your garden. And if you were here, you'd taste the two sweet but tiny tomatoes you grew all by yourself. But you're not here. 
because your self-care happens when you're riding your motorcycle protected by Progressive on your way to the store for a pack of normal-sized tomatoes. So if you ride, switch to Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer, without getting your hands dirty. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates not available in all states. Imagine having all the money you need for retirement, all the income, every month, guaranteed. That's Secure Future Investor. An indexed annuity tied to growth in the stock market, but without any risk of loss ever. It's guaranteed money for life income, no matter how long you live. Call 888-509-2228. 888-509-2228. Sponsored by GP Agency, Inc., Raleigh, North Carolina. Licensed in all states. Performance may vary. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision. Tap Time with Bryce Nall and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Little Rock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time Thursday from 7 till 8 on 1037 The Buzz. Live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios. What's going on, everybody? DJ Williams here, and I got to tell you about a really cool deal they got going on with my friends over there at Jones and Son. I'm telling you, you only have a couple more days to take advantage of this 18-month 0% interest deal they have going on at Jones and Son. Yeah, you heard me right, 0% interest. You're not going to find a better deal in town. Now, you got to buy something over $1,000, and that will be quite easy to do when you're talking about the finest diamond selection that the state has to offer. They also have amazing brands like Michael M, Viraggio. They are on special couture line. They got it all at Jones and Son. Also, when it comes to, you know, the best prices in town, well, they mean what they say. They back that up with a price match guarantee. So, fellas, you still got time to get out there to take advantage of this amazing deal. It only lasts through February. Like I said, a couple days left to go ahead and knock this out. Jones and Son, yeah, he's been there 35 years. Location is 11121 Rodney Parham Road. Tell him DJ sent you. The Zone and the Oakland Hot Springs Studio is back. Oakland, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Egbry and DJ Williams have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. Now we see the paycheck on whiskey and long necks. Ever since you left, trying to All right, Eli Craner in studio. I was going to ask you a question about the latest book, Broiler. How much research you did? I mean, did you talk to people that work in the industry or anything like that? Did you have any? Did you do any background on that? I guess you can Google everything and probably get a lot of information <laughs> that way too. Yeah, yeah. Well, the origin story to that part of it is is I think it's pretty interesting. I was teaching in a ALE school, alternative learning school. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was my first year there, and we had, um, I had this table of Mexican-American students who, for like the whole first week, I could not wake them up, like until lunch. Like they would just come in, they would be asleep, and they would not get up. And ALE is, you know, quote-unquote, this is what the kids would say, you know, it's where the bad kids go. Like it's a subpopulation of, of like a high school. Um, that wasn't the case. Sometimes a girl would get pregnant and she'd miss a lot of school she'd need to come to a smaller setting to you know get caught up Mm -hmm. for these kids you know what i ended up finding out was i went to my principal and i was like hey man like i can't even get these kids awake like at all you know until until it's time for lunch and he was like yeah dude they're working these 10-hour night shifts at the chicken processing plant and then getting off at like six o'clock and then getting a shower and then they're making it you know to school um, and so <laughs> I was writing then, you know, like I was, I don't, I didn't have a book out. I was, and I knew. And so when they finally woke up, I just started talking to them, you know, like I was like, tell me about it. So they tell me about, they wear these metal mesh gloves, you know, like chain, like, like a, like, like a, a chain like mail, a chain mail. Mm-hmm. And they're cutting like the left hind leg off a of broiler chicken for like 10 hours straight. It's like 40 degrees in those plants. And there's this bacterial spray and they're wearing huge layers of clothes because it's freezing cold. And, and so I had that in my brain for forever. Like, God, like this is, this is a story. It's Ar- I mean, because everything I write is Arkansas. It's got some sort of Arkansas involved in it. Um, and so it just took a while. I, I think that story was too big for me to tell, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of recognized that for a little while. Um, and so, yeah, so that's where, that's where most of that. And then, like, my wife's family, my, all my family's from eastern Arkansas, um, but my wife's family's all from up around Russellville and 
there's there's people they some of them are growers and and some of them have worked on the line you know some of them worked at, at tyson for years career out of it all right let's talk about the book that you brought in for us today this <laughs> yeah, is it's a change up. we're back to sports sports fans and this is one that is like basically the first time we've had an instructional book i think right yeah man so what it's called and, and i was telling you in the break there that this is probably i collect like sign first edition which is which is fun and um this book is outside of even all the, the signed first editions books I have. I bet this one, or at least it was when I bought it, is probably the most expensive book I own. So what it is, is called the Delaware Wing Tee. And back when I was coaching, was also back around the time when Malzahn, Gus Malzahn, was you know at the height of like that Auburn offense where that jet sweep was coming, two backs. And I can't remember what the interview was. But somewhere in there, he mentioned the Delaware wing tee is like where he got everything that he was kind of running. You know, it was kind of like a spread version of the wing tee. Mm-hmm. So I think the re- it was all supply and demand. You know, I think there was only like 500 copies of this book. And when he mentioned it, every, you know, coach went out trying to find it. Um, and so, yeah, it's called the Delaware wing tee, an order of football. And it's by H.R. Tubby Raymond. Um, and it really is. It's like, I mean, there are literally hand-drawn diagrams. It's incredible. I flipped through it. It's amazing. <laughs> of, of this stuff. So I remember reading it back then and, and not really getting just a whole bunch out of it other than seeing the connection, you know, between um, where I could see, like, that style of offense Auburn was running. I just pulled up by Amazon just for the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, first one that came up, 300 bucks and. Three hundred dollars and fifty-one cents. There's one in stock. Order soon. You think? So I know that's what I'm saying. I need I need to put word out that if anybody's interested in this yeah. thing, you know, I, I might. Uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're an aspiring coach, it might be interesting. Yeah. Uh, question for Eli from El Guapo. He says, "I'm thinking of putting together a crew to knock off Oaklawn on Derby Day, or writing a book about <laughs> it. Ocean's Eleven-ish, but ugly dudes. Which one does he think is more work? Also." Do any of you know a good grease man? Hilarious. So El uh, he's just kidding, Oakland. Relax. El Guapo is the guy that told me I was a psycho last time. Or I a believe that's times correct. Ago. Yeah, he is a psycho. He yeah. said, I've read a couple of Craner's books. Guy may be a psychopath. Hallmark won't be making any of his books into movies. <laughs> I think those are dogs would be great on Hallmark. But Yeah, right? <clears throat> anyway. Well, yeah, El Guapo, definitely. Yeah, you need to do your research either way, whichever you do. Um, write the book or, or pull it off. It would be interesting. I'm sure there have been stories about uh, oh yeah OTBs a, being robbed over the years and things. There's um what was the movie? Uh, in the movie Snatch, they rob an OTB or try to, and it goes yeah, horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a NASCAR one where they yeah um it had Daniel Craig in it. That's Logan it. Lucky. Yeah, Logan Lucky. It's a good movie. Kind of similar where they stick up you know like a big big event like that. Okay. Pretty good. It's got uh, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver in it. Bro- yeah, good. Brothers out on National Christian Weaver Day. Give me the date again. July 2nd. National Christian Weaver Day. Well, it's his birthday. Oh, look at that. Local. July 2. Very local. July 2. Broiler and Christian. I'm going to put it on the calendar so I don't forget. Uh, And uh, Don't Know Tough is available. And so is Ozark Dogs, but not the book that I handed to Josh, so he's going to go read that after he wakes up from his nap. Yeah. Man, uh, good seeing you. I'm glad you got got a good Little Rock itinerary today. You guys go enjoy that. Yeah, we're excited. Welcome to the big city. Yep, yep. We'll see you in Russellville soon. Thanks again to the Old Bank and Russell. If you haven't eaten there yet... I hear nothing but great things. Can't wait. We met the, the owner slash chef the other day. Yeah, Johnny's a good dude. Good dude, man. Appreciate you. All right, Red White Report coming up next. Chris Kane will be in as well. At 103.7 The Buzz, we love to hear from you. But we know that sometimes you just don't have time to wait your turn on the phone. So don't wait. Shoot us a text at the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-614-1037. Whether it's football, baseball, or basketball, high school or the pros, hit us up on the Southern Structural Solutions.